Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm typing this with a blanket around my neck and my wife next to me. My phone is getting low as we ride around in the police car, but, but this is important. Last night, when some of you said that there was a message in my submission, I was extremely alarmed. So I slept in my daughter's room for the remainder of the night. Who is we? And why are they after my family? I figured someone got a hold of my account, so I changed the password. In the morning, I was called down to the station to meet Hillary June and talk to some of the Disney officials. Before I left, I insisted my wife and daughter to come with me. The hotel is a big one, and, and I don't want to lose any more of my family. We were greeted at the door by a skinny man with freckles on his face, who directed us into the Sheriff Bard's office. Bard was a lot skinnier than he sounded on the phone, to be quite honest. Well, he told us to sit down, and Hillary June was currently driving over. In one of the seats was a man in a brown three-piece suit. One of the Disney officials. His name is Harold's. I'm terribly sorry for your child, Daniel. Bard walked over to the door. Would you like anything to eat? I'm going to the place across the street. I know we called you down a little early. No, it's fine, Sheriff. But my daughter raised her hand. Can, can I have eggs and bacon, please? I shrugged, and the Sheriff nodded and laughed as he left. We're terribly sorry about this situation, sir. Harold's hands me a card. We'll do everything in our power to help get your son back. Here's my number in case you need it. He then handed me another card. And a lifetime pass to all seven parks for four people. Shocked, I took both things from him and simply nodded. Thank you. It's been scary these past couple of hours. My son is only God knows where. I rub my temples for the seventh time that day, and I take a deep breath. It's... it's just hard. You know. I know. Harold puts his arm on my shoulder. Just try and relax. You're doing a great job so far. When the sheriff came back, he came in with a bag of takeout breakfast and a woman with brown and blonde hair. This is Hillary June, everyone. Hillary, this is Daniel and his family. We're here because his son has been kidnapped. And yes, I know, it's all over the news now. She took a seat and folded her hands on the table. What kind of questions do you have for me, Sheriff? I'd much rather get this over with. First off, do you know any of the other Donald Duck actors in the park? There are several listed, but... But most have been verified to have been in other parks or absent that day. They've all come into the station, except for you and a Mr. Trevor Pollan, who is in Argentina for his friend's funeral. What about his sister? I chimed. Shouldn't she be with him as his spouse? An awkward silence ensued until Hillary spoke again. I know Trevor more than any of them. His sister, too. The sheriff nodded. Oh, his sister. Where were you yesterday? 
I was at the hospital because my sister broke her legs in a car accident. See, it was an emergency, Sheriff. Her tone was gruff. He pulled out a paper containing the officers' names from the parks. Have you heard or seen of Officer Carhold or Jones? Her face paled, but only for a moment. A twitch of the eye, a subtle tap of her fingers. I could practically feel the uneasiness from here. They quit a long time ago. Are they connected to this somehow? The sheriff nodded and looked outside. There are three people so far that we are suspecting. One in the Donald Duck costume, who we have no account for, and two men who impersonated officers Carhold and Jones. We need any leads we can get if we want to catch them. Something was bothering me. It seemed like they should have checked the camera feeds, no? So I suggested it. Sir, I pointed at his computer, did you not check their camera feeds? He sighed and sat down in front of me. Son, this is something I neglected to tell you, mainly because I wanted you to all be here first. Bard opened a file on his computer marked August 2nd, 2014, and played a video. It was blank static. What the hell happened? My hands started shaking. What happened to those cameras? Well, after doing a park-wide search, we found several of these in the area. He opened his desk drawer and unsealed a box. It contained a small mechanical device, small enough to be an iPad, but with antennas coming out of it. An ECM jammer. They disabled the cameras. The park also found two dead bodies in the camera room. Daniel. He slid a paper across to me. This is what was left in the pockets of one of the guards. Two people dead. How badly did these people want my son? What's so special about my family that these people had to torment us like this? I unfolded the paper and started reading. Everyone huddled around me. August 3rd, 10 a.m. You are reading this paper, I assume. If you aren't, then I'm seeing something totally different right now. Say hi to the cameras for me, Daniel. That's right. Look aimlessly around the room. And then look behind you. <laughs> Maybe look. The powers of technology are priceless, aren't they? Perhaps you should stop touching my jammers. See, they're very precious to me. A crackpot like Sheriff Bard should really stay away from them. But you, Daniel? See, you, I want to see you again. Remember what I said. And remember that we are always watching. You must always remember. One more question. There was a picture attached to the bottom of the letter. It was from last year's family reunion. Almost half the faces were circled, and my son was crossed out with an X. Who was next? Love, Donald Duck.
smiley face. P.S. Divide. He's... He's a monster. A fucking monster! I slam my fist on the table. How does he know our names, and what would he do? Bard got up to call a technician to look at the ECM jammer again and the cameras. All the while, June was shivering in her seat, her face pale again. What's wrong? You okay? Jane put a hand on her shoulder, and a tear fell from her eye. How many words are in that letter? She trembled. And how many people in that photo? I gave a quick count, not counting 3rd or 10 a.m. 105 words, and, and about 21 people in my reunion picture. I looked at her curiously. What does it even matter? She took a deep breath. June was hiding something. God damn it. I almost wish that she hadn't told us. The PS note says divide. She took the letter off the table. These are the first logical numbers that popped into my head. She continued pointing at a date on the calendar. If you divide 105 by 21, that's 5. It'll be August 5th in two days. Her hands trembled again. The same day my brother went missing two years ago. A sob escaped her lips. I had a bad lump in my throat. Why are you telling us? Do you know what's happening? Tell us! My son's life is on the line, and you're sitting here beating around the bush like a... like a pussycat! My wife pulled me back. The technicians came in, and immediately took away the jammer and disabled both of the cameras inside the office. She's in a lot of trauma, Daniel. Calm down. It's no use being so angry. It won't find Chandler. She kneeled in front of Hillary and held her hands. Honey, we, we need to know. Why are you telling us? Hillary June told us. He went missing at Disney World. The last time I saw him was with a Mickey Mouse character when they were taking pictures for his old college friends to see. But they never found him alive. Do you mean he... I whispered. She pointed outside. They found his body mangled, torn apart. A letter was left there with the same handwriting as this one. What did he look like? My brain was clicking. Something about her last name made me wonder. He had brown hair and a pair of brown eyes to match. He was fairly tan, and, and, and was about my height. Here's a picture. When she showed me her phone, I remembered why her last name was so familiar. Brown hair. Brown eyes. Did he have a wife? I retorted. Yes? I gulped before answering. His name is Guile June. Isn't it? How did you... 
Look, I'm not much of a believer in the supernatural, but you gotta believe me when I say this. I saw your missing brother on the plane here. He was there, and my wife saw him too. Impossible! She shouted at me. He died! That was his body! They tested his blood and everything. My daughter chimed in. Was he the man with the big bags? A moment of confusion. I do remember him having some huge luggage at the drop-off. Yes. Why? Well, I saw white feathers coming out of them, Daddy. They were big and fluffy and everything. I got a text from my phone at that moment, from a blocked number. They were pretty, too. Don't forget that. Smiley face. Now we're chasing after a guile June, who may or may not be alive. Either way, I feel like we've delved into something much, much deeper here. Tonight, June sleeps in the room across from us, because she wants to find her brother. I still have one of my son's stuffed animals fingered in my hand. A stuffed monkey, with his name embroidered on the chest. Chandler, my... my boy, please come back safely. P.S. Whoever you are, you faceless bastard, we're coming for you. Whiskey Echo. Kylo November Oscar Whiskey. Sierra Hotel Echo. India Sierra. Alpha Lima Oscar November Echo. Edit. We just got back from our chase. No details can be disclosed yet, not until we verify everything. But we checked both my daughter's and June's room. June is gone. And from what I gather here, that fucking bastard took her. He left behind a white feather on her bed, but it had blood spread all around it. On the bed sheets, on the floor, it was everywhere. It's a damn circular pattern, and at the edge of the bed, another note. It's intangible. I'm changing my phone soon. Maybe then this guy won't be able to hack me.